Hello everyone, my name is Annette Tessarira and I'm a civil funeral celebrant. I'd like to really welcome you here online this afternoon as we gather in the time of COVID-19. Nestled in the context of an arts festival somewhat physically diminished by the pandemic but creatively adapting to its time, we have carved out space in our lives to gather online for a funeral service for Jesus of Nazareth. Art itself is a broad church for the soul. Art can carry ambiguity, question and proposition lightly. Art can allow for infinite possibility. Taking up the creative joy of infinite possibility, I invite you to come with me as I perform this intergenerational funeral service for Jesus. Today we will not only remember Jesus, but we will honour his life by acknowledging the effect that his life has had on ours. We might also take some time and space for reflection. And in that reflection, we may wish to let go of any hurts, imagined or real, that Jesus may have caused intentionally or through misunderstanding. Even though the body of Jesus is not physically present and its whereabouts is uncertain, it is hoped that today's ceremony, albeit online as it must be, will bring some dearly needed closure for his friends and family and from all of us gathered today. In the absence of a body, our human mind may fabricate scenarios, possibilities and impossibilities. It can give rise to doubt, this contentious place where the seeds of doubt or faith may reside is also a space of infinite possibility. The concept of infinite possibility paradoxically enables us to move towards closure or it enables us to live quite comfortably with the mysterious. Holding in mind this concept of infinite possibility, let us truly inhabit our shared uncertainty and let's imagine that the constraints of temporality and space no longer exist. Let's imagine we are standing outside of time, among us and remembering with us 
are the very real friends and biological family of Jesus and all members of our human family who have inhabited the earth for the last 2,020 years. And so we remember Jesus. We remember him as a man with a fierce sense of justice, an independent and creative free thinker with a generosity of spirit and a real risk taker. Nothing annoyed him more than hypocrisy, injustice and institutional dogma that could be used to stifle creativity or independent thought. He loved to just hang out with his mates. He loved to travel and he loved adventure activities, especially those that pitted him against the possibility of death. Why, we could say that Jesus just loved life to death. Even though a man of action, Jesus of Nazareth possessed a highly developed reflective side. What was so very important to him was time. Time and how he used his time. Time for his family. Time for reflection and prayer. And above all, time to gain knowledge of self. We remember Jesus as a man who was most proud of his ability to set the cat amongst the pigeons and his ability to bring a sense of calm in times of trouble, both done with an equal measure of playfulness. You know, his brother James told me a story of how Jesus used to take bets on who could do the most outrageous miracles. These miracles, whether it was curing a leper, preventing a stoning, or casting out devils, Jesus always seemed to have the upper hand, and his miracles not only worked better than theirs, but appeared to have a certain quality that theirs just lacked. This ability to imbue that certain quality to all his interactions has been noted by all. And I am sure all of you here today carry with you and will take from this service today the memory of that special quality of Jesus. Now, as a special tribute to Jesus, and before we end with a reflective moment guided by the Bette Midler song, you are the wind beneath my wings, I would like to call upon the woman who knew Jesus the best, his mother, Mary Jacob. 
Thank you, Annette. As you can imagine, it's been a difficult time since going to his tomb and finding that the body of my son was missing. But I'm glad now to have this opportunity to get some closure. This ceremony, it makes space for our memories and for the sharing of our memories. I remember, I remember, remember my beautiful boy. I remember him when I'm surrounded by nature, whenever I play with other children, when I enjoy a community meal, when I enjoy really creativity in any form. You know, when Jesus was just a little child, I always called him my lamb, my little lamb. He was always so playful. Always loving, he was always pleased to see me. As Jesus grew older, he became aware of the troubles in our world. He became anxious and he wanted to take on all those troubles. He wanted to carry them on his back. He literally wanted to take away the sins of the world. Over time, he came to realise that the greatest sin in our world is greed. Greed for power, greed for money, greed for natural resources. All these things he came to understand. Then he knew that to take this sin of greed away from the world, he himself had to become greedy. I then watched as he set himself on a journey to become greedy. To become greedy for spirit. Yes, greedy for spirit. It was then that I lost him. I lost him to the spirit. He was still my lamb. Will always be my lamb. But now... I think of him as my greedy lamb. My son was always open. Open to anything new. He was open to improvisational practice. He improvised in everything he did. I smile when I remember the spontaneous dinner party with the loaves and the fishes. (laughs) Ah, my lamb. My greedy little lamb. And so, my lamb, this is my offering. 